Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we discuss two bands or artists whose names sound the same, but the music is fairly different. This week we're talking about Iron Maiden and Vine. I'm Jared. Caleb. Tex. It's Tex here. I don't know who let that guy in here, but it was very scary. He came in a second time. I don't know why we let him in the first week, and then he came in again. He was just standing in the corner for a while. I, th- I thought you let him in. He yeah. must be losing his religion. Is that him in the well, corner? It's him in the corner. Is that him in the spotlight? Is that him in the spotlight? All right. I don't <laughs> think you can ever lose the religion to Satan, our Lord and Master, the darkness himself. Ooh. Ooh. Iron Maiden, you know, they were accused of uh, Satanism. They, they were. With the they number had, of the beast. They had uh, a bunch of people who, or, or the, the, re- the religious sect of folks who would break their album. Well, originally they protest. Originally they were burning them and then they were afraid of the fumes from the vinyl records. Right. And then they started breaking <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get how you could be. How are you... A, we're accusing you of Satanism. Yeah, I thought you got that. Did you? Clearly, you listened to it. I thought you already. That's what they said. They're like, well, if you listen to the lyrics, you know that uh, has nothing to do with Satan. Iron Maiden is they're named after a torture device. They, it is. Yes. It's from the. They also formed on Christmas Day of 1975. They did, which is a little jarring for being a Halloween episode, a band being formed on Christmas. It seems it's hilarious. Did they have say, an initiation? I didn't, I didn't say it was hilarious, Dax. Hilarious. I'm just saying that it seems a little unapropos mm. since we're doing a Halloween mm. episode. Iron Maidens, is that what was in Matilda? Yeah. Is that what she threw the kids in? The, the pokey? Yes. Okay. The pokey. There's just enough room for a child to barely be touched, but not a full-grown mains. You know, the spikes in an... Here's a little bit of a of a medieval torture device history. Ooh. This is my new segment. History of medieval torture devices. This okay. week... What's the, to- what's, what's the, the iron, name of the segment? History of medieval torture devices. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have a catchy title at all. I'm thinking on it. Um, death or no death. As long as you escape the plague... You're going to die anyway. Okay, here's what we're talking about. Iron Maidens. They got the spikes. They also got eye holes so you can peer into the soul of the man that you're killing. Or so they can look out and be freaked out. But the spikes are strategically placed to puncture specific organs inside those things. Don't know if you knew that or not. They were never actually used, though. <laughs> you want Sorry, to bet? I've seen some pictures. Oh, I, I've read some articles. From who? From the internet. Well, of course, you're going to wash the blood off. yeah. Yeah, the internet, yeah. the source of all knowledge yeah. and all truth. Anyway, if you Google where Iron Maiden's an- actually used, it says the answer is no. Wait, is that what it says? <laughs> that's what it says. The On, answer- that's what Google tells that you? Sounds, it says that, the answer is no. That sounds like the response from a magic eight ball, and I don't trust it. <laughs> it says the answer Technically, is no. it says the answer is no. Well, that's what yes, I lived, but I didn't read that. Part. You suck. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't. What Animal. did you guys think of that? The music, the music of Iron Maiden. Yeah, they were part of the second wave of British heavy metal. That's what they're considered. Well, who's the first wave? Zeppelin Sabbath. and Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was really into it. Judas Priest and Iron Maiden are two of the the main. Yeah, Priest of that is. Time. A, yeah, but Priest stretches further into the seventies. Well, it's not about the years. It's about the gen. It's about the. Well, when does a wave start wave? and stop? I don't know. Ask the ocean. Are you telling me what is Iron Maiden cresting on Judas Priest's success? Probably, Priest is better. I got them spiked jackets. Iron Maiden just looks like a bunch of fools. Mm, how dare you! 
How dare you? I'm not happy about your response. I used to listen to Iron Maiden all the time. I used to play drums. Mm. I listened to a lot of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You could say I was a heavy metal drummer. Oh. I will say I am only really super familiar with one Iron Maiden track. It is, in fact, The Number of the Beast. And I'd like to clarify, as though this has never been said before and will never be said again, it's going to be said over and over again. Can anybody guess what song that is from? What did you just... I don't even know what you asked me. Something. What, what was that song from? The Number of the Beast. What album? No. What? How do I know it? How does he know it? Is it Guitar Hero or something? Mm-mm. What have I? What do I? What have I mentioned as a musical resource on multiple occasions? It's from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Thank you, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four, the source of all of my musical knowledge. Yeah. Iron Maiden was. That's on kind it. of a weird choice for Tony Hawk Pro it Skater. It, it's a little. It's a little strange. You know, well, what, we, is, you know what else is a weird choice for Tony Hawk? Hmm. Uh, a whole line of clothes. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Yes. Uh, should I play Number of the Beast? Right. Yeah, sure. Let's Go get, ahead. Let's they go. also had little finger boards. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay? Yeah, I, I find it to be slightly boring. You think so? Yeah, oh, I do. What do you? Okay, well, so it's just you, not heavy enough for me. And the singing, the singing could be in Iron Maiden, could be a little bit Poison, could be a little bit mm, Celebrities. What? Yeah, that's what the singing does for me. Oh my god! You kind of get like an '80s hair metal. Yeah, like, a little ah. bit. Well, yeah, a British version of it. I prefer Dio. He, they had a guitarist in 1977. Uh, his name was Bob Sawyer, and he was sacked from the group. For embarrassing them by playing. playing the guitar with his teeth. Yes, he did. Oh, I thought yeah. it was going to go somewhere else. I thought it was going to no. go full out William Murderface. Their, okay, their lineup was ridiculous. Oh, they yeah. could not keep an Iron Maiden member for more than 20 minutes. I know. There was, it was lots of drama. Yeah. It was like, I, so I was looking through like some information on them, and it like if you're reading through, it's like, and this member switched, and then this member switched, and then this member switched. There's, uh, if you look at our, our, our holy grail of information, Wikipedia, there's a whole specific page just dedicated to people who have been in Iron Maiden. Is, was there anyone particularly interesting in there? Um, there's only one person that I found particularly interesting, and that's the drummer. I thought the uh, I found somebody. His name is Tony Moore. He played keyboards with him very briefly. He went on to be the future keyboardist of the band Cutting Crew, who have the song, Oh, I, I just died in your arms tonight. Hmm. Must have been something a sandwich. What? Wow, sandwich. Which one do you think you preferred more? Between Cutting Crew and Iron Maiden? Yeah. Iron Maiden. They have their own pinball game? They do. Yeah, They're pinball wizards. They Legacy pinball wizards of the like Beast. They have their own pinball, and they have an app game. Kisses is better. So. What's their That's app? True. The Legacy of the Beast. It's like a. It's like an RPG, I think. Oh, my. Like a game? Oh, it's wow. a game? Yes. Huh. They also... Like Zelda? They also have their own aircraft carrier, because Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer of Iron Maiden... Is an, is an airline pilot, and they have an aircraft carrier entitled Ed Force One. Why Ed? 
That is their mascot. Mm. That's been their mascot since oh, the, the guy with the face. The yeah, beginning. the guy with the face. He's been on virtually every album, every single. He's incorporated very much into their live performances. Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh, it, he also won an award, a yeah. major award. Ed did? At, um, at a metal thing as like a, a, uh-huh. a like a lifetime achievement. Not a lifetime achievement, but like a mm-hmm. an iconic thing yeah some kind of award did you know people have fe- recognized you for so long did you know he's featured in a video game it is yeah oh yeah what is it is it is it uh, it's tony hawk pro skater 4 oh my god <laughs> oh. i mentioned it twice in one episode you just clipped you idiot two times why are tony you... hawk's pro skater 4 why are you looking at puppets don't worry about we'll it we'll get there okay listen all in all, what, uh, the more I hear you talk about the things of Iron Maiden, the less and less badass they seem. Oh, yeah. my. If like, you, really? Oh, really? Because yes. I was going to tell you about uh, Nico McBrain, who uh, was on a TV show where he got into a drum battle with a puppet. Let's watch a clip. <laughs> hey, Sue, got a new request? Yes, I wonder if Nico can do anything funky. Well, we'll have a go for you. How about that? Fun. Here we go. Just a dancing puppet and some drum beats. It's just, you know, man, not too heavy. I thought you said he fought him. <laughs> well, there, there's a little drum battle in there. This is, uh, this is a seven and a see, half. When you said, so do you want the whole thing? No, but when you said he got in a fight with a puppet, I had it's in like my mind, yeah, battle. in my mind it was he showed up for a cameo on some puppet show, drunk. The Sooty Show. And the puppet said one wrong thing to him, and he just... Beat the beat. puppet right up. He just ripped it right off the hand. He slammed it on the ground. He's stomping it. That's exactly what I had in mind. Tore like the a, cotton right out of him. Yeah. An alcohol-enraged man beats up a puppet on live British television. That, That's what it was in my brain. Now, that would have been good material. I know. So I was waiting the whole time. I was like, when's he going to offend him? But nope. That's okay. Close enough. Close enough. Mm. Close enough. Mm. Mm. I got something to say about them. Can, can you play... Uh, Little Wayne's best rapper alive. Oh no. You look confused. Invigorating. It didn't sound like I thought it was going to sound. No? Oh, maybe it was the, Do you want the album version? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's different. And that's different. Sounds the same. Wait, hold on now. Did you screen this? This is part boy? of this, No, it's part of our oh, new I segment. Part of our collective segment. Dax is disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Make a sound like you're not so happy with what happened. Aw. Is that the right version? I is this don't a, know. Is yes, this a, screen the right show? version. Is this a doobity doo? It might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah you are. This cut. is full on cut that shit. I'm trying to find it. No, I so. wanted to get all. Play, play their cover of uh, Focus by Hocus Pocus. That was the next thing I wanted to talk. You about. did? Oh, damn it! I'm sorry, I stole it from you. I knew it was that okay. was going to be. You know I love you too! 
That was amazing. <laughs> I thought you would like that, yeah. That was in place of the yodeling bit in the original. Good deal. Good deal. Jared, do you have more you'd like to say about Iron Maiden? They've replaced... They, so the, uh, Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer of Iron Maiden, wanted to leave the group, so they replaced him with a couple different people. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody was very good. And uh, then he had to come back, and then they did some stuff. In 2010, Iron Maiden put out the record, The Final Frontier. That was thought to be their final record, their final studio album, because they said they were only going to make 15. But the song El Dorado was on that record, and it won a Grammy, their only Grammy that win for best metal performance. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. All right. I'm over it. But uh, it's a good song. I really liked it from 2010, <laughs> I believe is what I said, and I'd like you to play that song maybe if you feel like playing it. And then they later put out another record after the final frontier which was you know supposed to be their last record final frontier they put out another album the book of souls which is their 16th record came out in 2015 it's their first studio double album it's their longest album to date quite interesting supposed to be after the final frontier Hmm. in 1998 pioneering post-hardcore band fugazi released an album entitled in hits the entirety of their fan base and Assumed it was going to be the final of their recording releases. But indeed, not but two years later, in 2000, maybe 2001, they released another one. The Argument. DJ Khaled, another one. tell you this much that was a long road to get to that song that was a pretty all right song thank you i think that one was okay i also like that there are a couple of references that were made in other songs that were in reference to iron maiden number one in the song teenage dirtbag by the band weedus he talks about i've got uh tickets to iron maiden baby Come with me Friday. Don't say maybe. That's what he said. Wow. Beautiful. Cletus. Then, in the song Fat Lip by the band Sum 41, they talk about uh, Maiden and Priest were the gods that we... Uh, what was it? What were the lyrics? Maiden and Priest were the gods that we praise. That one. That's a good song. You don't know that song? You know Sum 41. I don't remember the lyrics. Well, I know oh, that my. song. I don't remember either, I don't, but I, I don't know remember them. the lyrics of that Maiden and, the, and Maiden and Priest were the gods that we That thing. sounds right. Whatever I said. It sounds right. I said Praised. right. Praised. Thank you. Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. They're talking about those two British yeah. second wave wow. groups. Yeah. I mean, Great. Priest is still questionable Great. for me. Yeah. What, what about it? You don't like, what would you just say? Questionable. Priest. You don't like Judas Priest? I like Judas Priest. They're oh. definitely better than Iron Maiden. Oh my gosh. We could do Judas Priests, kind of like Billy Idols. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Just a thought. I liked. Uh, did you guys like the song Run to the Hills? That's a good song. I, I do like Run song. to the Hills. I believe that I'm most familiar with that song because shout out to someone who will never listen to this podcast, Mikey Mason. Guy who hosts know. trivia, another another for, former podcast alum. Check know. out his podcast, his old podcast, Beer Powered Time Machine. Uh, he uh, he hosts trivia, and he'll always have music playing 
like leading up to rounds or in between rounds or so on and so forth. And he like always, always, always played Run to the Hills. So played Dio a lot. He did play Dio a lot too. He like he likes his heavy metal. All right. He likes his coffee. Uh oh. Black. Just, just like his like metal. It. Just <laughs> like his metal. Oh. What do we think about Iron and Wine? Iron and Wine. Interesting group. Oh. N- known notably for two of their covers, Time After Time. Not there. And Such Great Heights. Not really yeah, that's there. all they're known for. What? It's not really there. What do you say? It's not really there. Not their hits. His hits. Iron and Wine is really particularly Sam Beam. Who is his name? Sam Beam? Is it Sam Beam? Beam. Bean or Beam? Oh, that's a good question. Beam to... or Bean? I'm pretty to... sure it's Sam Sam Beam. I'm pretty sure. Beam. Beam. Yep. Is that correct? Beam. Sam Beam. It's one guy. Yeah. Beam it's in particular Iron yeah, Iron and Wine, part, yes. and he sometimes has people touring with him. But right. really, in particular, it's... Iron and Wine is in fact Sam Beam. Correct. And he is very well known for his two. His name Covers. is his name is taken. That's not what I know him for. His name is taken from a dietary supplement named Beef Iron and Wine That's that he correct. found in a general store while shooting a film. That's true. He, he was has... in a movie, guys. No, he. I believed he did uh, cinematography in college. Whoa, who did? Or leading up into his musical career, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he. Uh, the two covers in particular are really, really popular. They're not like the. I mean, they're a pretty good ex- exemplification of what his music sounds like, uh, which is, and I think that this was really around the time that, like, like I think even maybe even a little early before covers were kind of like a big thing, like they, especially like the indie cover, which is not as popular as the pop punk cover, but something we've talked about before. But the indie covers were something that were like something that was going around too. Would you rather play the Such Great Heights cover or the Time After Time cover? I would like to play. Such Great Heights. Yes. Cool. I'm thinking it's a sign That the freckles in our eyes are mirror images And when we kiss they're perfectly aligned And I God himself did make us into corresponding shapes like puzzles. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys know about the the release of that song, at least a little bit? It was in the soundtrack for the film, Garden State. That is true. Directed by Zach Braff, most notably known for his uh, comedy television show. You mean Scrubs? Scrubs. I thought yeah. it was known for Zathura. <laughs> new, new, new. I was gonna say that was actually a cover that was uh, that was of the Postal Service song when it was unreleased, so it actually hadn't even been put on Give Up at the time. So it was going to be a release on Give Up as like a fi- like a final track because it was it, like it's a cover, obviously, of Postal Service, but it was like a, a cover that was made around the time that Postal Service had made the song. I thought that was kind of interesting. That is quite interesting. interesting. He also did a cover of the Bob Dylan song, Dark Eyes, that Mm -hmm. was featured in the film I'm Not There. Hmm. I didn't know that one. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, have you guys listened to much of his music outside of the five tracks that we listened to? Yes, I liked the album Shepherd's Dog. No. Uh, Endless number. Oh, Endless days? number days. Good album. I own the Sub Pump. Just reissued that. That is accidental. Yeah, they did. Didn't For they? anniversary, yeah, I picked it up. It's a really great album. <laughs> Are you thinking of Bonavir? No, I know what I'm thinking. Are I, you thinking of Hold Fleet on, Foxes? stop, 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 stop. I just accidentally reported one of his songs. You reported one of his songs? <laughs> I was trying to go to the album. <laughs> You're very rude. I was trying to go to the album and I accidentally reported it for explicit content. Oh, oh no. My God. How can you? Oh, no. Oh, look how, you know what All you right, have to go through Sam to get Sam to is going to have his song taken down. Oh, man, he's going to fall. It was. I like the album "Kiss Each Other Clean." I like that uh, record a lot. Okay. I like the song "Walking Far From Home." That's mm-hmm. a good song. The opener. Uh, "Monkeys Uptown's a pretty good tune as well. Yes, I really enjoy the final track off of that album. Your fake name is good enough. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to play "Walking Far From Home," I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. opposed to that song. Sure. I was walking far from home, where the names were not burned along the wall. Saw a building high as heaven, but the door was so small. Door was so small. I saw rain clouds, little babies, and a bridge that it tumbled to the ground. I saw sinners making. It's quite the drone in the background. It is quite the drone in the background. I really enjoy the album The Shepherd's Dog. That's probably his most well-received album. It's got my favorite song from Iron and Wine, which is, in fact, Boy With a Coin. It has a really nice little music video where uh, Sam Beam is sitting there playing his guitar, and then there's some, like, some like uh, dancers dancing. He's just like w- like sitting there on a stool watching a couple people dance. So the camera would like pan over to the dancers and then pan over to him playing the guitar, just watching him. It's like kind of creepy, but like also really pleasant. It's a good music video. You should check it out. We'll have to give folks, it a go. Give it all check out, folksies. Um, did you ever listen to anybody the uh, collaboration between him and the lead singer of? Um, Band of, Band of Horses, the the album "Singing in My Mouth." Ooh, "Singing in My Mouth." Hmm. I I think I heard it when it came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's a the title is actually a reference to the, Talking Heads. To the, yes, to the Talking Heads, a lyric in the song. This must, this must be, be the place. place. Naive melody. Yes. The ending, you. closing track on "Speaking in Tongues." Hmm. You would know. You do would know. know. You know. You're talking. It's a great heads. song. That's one of the most popular songs. Actually, I mean, side note. Uh, when MGMT, the fellows, were in college, they did a live performance. I think they just did an impromptu out, uh, outside performance, and they did a cover of that song. It's pretty cool. You can find it on YouTube. Give her a peek. I might have mentioned that in the episode, but oh well. It's all. It's a whole covers album. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. What, do you see any cover on there that stands out to you? I mean, we can play the Talking Heads one. Probably the best one, really. The initial. The opener. There's a spiritualized cover on there. They're pretty decent. I can't. Sade. Sade. Bonnie Raitt. Pretty good stuff here. Ready? Yep. As we say about it, the better. Make it up as we go along. Feet on the ground. In the sky, it's okay. I know nothing's wrong. Nothing. I 
pretty good cover of that song. It is a pretty good cover. Yeah. It's real pleasant. It real, is. I, I like this style of like kind of indie folk music already. So I've and I think that that was particularly shaped by Iron and Wine too. I think this was one of like the early indie folk groups that I well not groups but singers that I really got into like in the kind of mid early or mid to late 2000s. I'm trying to think of who I've got in that realm and I'm attempting to look at Band of Horses being another one of those actually. Similar artist on Spotify but my Spotify is sucking right. I now. remember Jared you really like I will, we can wait for whenever we do a Band of Horses specific good band bad band mm. but i know you really like the uh there's a ghost is there a ghost is there a ghost thank it's you a beautiful tune i like it a lot i could sleep that's a good song man it is a good song i have a good performance of that on was it letterman probably yeah, yeah. I, I like um the funeral I that play, is a good song too. i played that song oh, that, when yeah, my mouse course, died that's a good song. i played that really song you remember that? that i played that i chose it yeah I'm just saying we did. We did, That's a we good did one. that. Thing. We did that. No, together. no one's gonna love you. Is your... a good one too. That is a good one. Isn't that featured in Zombieland? Probably is. Yeah, I Can think it, so. I don't want to gloss over this. I, I really want to mention we gave your mouse a Viking funeral. Yes, we did. We really? went to a lake in the middle of the night. It was we a pond, pond actually. You set a fire. Pond. Yet we put the mouse on, on a small raft. Uh, we put a flammable frisbee, things. if you will. What was it? May have been a frisbee. A plastic frisbee. Yes. We. Was it a frisbee? It was in fact a frisbee. Uh, we put paper towels and different flammable things on there with it, set it on fire, pushed it off in- into the darkness, and played the funeral by Band of Horses. Wow, that's... Yeah, I have a video somewhere. Would you look? Would you look at that? Would you look at that? I'm getting. I think Fleet Foxes are going to be a close to a, definitely a, an initial well. for me, even though that's a hair. Another I thing I like about Band of Horses now that I mean, now that we're on this track here, we are the very first tune that they ever put on their record is called the first song. It How about is that it is indeed How about the that, first song. How That's about fun. that indeed? I will go ahead and say I think that we we're avoiding the the obvious, which is that Iron and Wine are not very funny. No, they're not very. He's not very funny. No, he's just. I mean, he's it's interesting. He's a serious artist. He's not really one for a lot of uh, hubbub going on mm-hmm. he's just a he's just a guy who makes some pretty pleasant music just does his thing which is all right I, and sometimes we got to cover those people and sometimes we got to talk about this people. And, and and listeners i'm just gonna say that now uh if you're just expecting all of us to be funny all of the time what what do you want from us calm down uh, for guys. us to be funny all the time why why, why? like why, why can't we just have a good time and talk about a band it's almost like you want that on a different show or something i don't know mm. it's crazy mm. all right uh-huh. That's true. This is an interesting dichotomy between these two groups. Is that did I use that word correctly? Yeah. You did. Yes, you did. I Thank mean, you, Miriam Webster. I think you did, Miriam Webster. You did it, Miriam. Miriam. She did it, Miriam. One's really loud, and one is less. Loud. That is true. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. You Do we want to talk about who we think is the good band and who's the bad band? I Spend think some we, time on that. I think we should. I guess I don't have much more to say about uh, things we need to say. Yeah. I think, personally, that I recognize that Iron Maiden is probably the good band, but I think that I would listen to Iron and Wine more often. So I think a personal choice is Iron and Wine. And now I'm zero for two on the Halloween groups. I'm going to go full into Iron Maiden. What does that put you at? One and one? Two and one. And one. Two, is it one, one and one? one? Okay. I don't even remember what... Oh, I remember last week. Oh, Ella Miss Fitzgerald. <laughs> I remember it now. 
I'm going to have to side with the iron and wine. Mm. Is that zero and two for you? He's own two. Because I feel two. like I feel like you picked Ella Fitzgerald. I did, you? which was a tough choice for you. It was difficult. It was a bad day. It was very head. difficult. Yeah. How about day, girl? That's not what I thought you were singing, but okay. <laughs> I'm gonna choose. Cause you had a bad day. Yeah, that's better. You've now suited my pop needs for the day. Daniel Powder. <laughs> Daniel Powder. One hit wonder, everybody. Uh, I'm going to choose Iron Maiden, and right. I'm going to go two for two on the Halloweenies. I knew you would. Halloween-ween. I knew you would. And uh, it's spooky, everybody. Halloween. I don't know. This that's, I don't know if it really corresponded enough to Halloween. but <laughs> Well, let's, well what was it? dark. I know. That, spooky. Well, they have, they they have, have a song. song Transylvania. That's the, and they that's also a, have a song, uh, Iron Maiden does, that is uh, called Bring Your Daughter, dot, 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 to the slaughter that was featured in a... Nightmare on Elm Street film that won them a golden raspberry. Why the, did we oh, wait the until anti, the end of the episode to talk about all the horror? The anti Oscars, the This is the Worst Song, uh, oh. that they won a worst song in, from the Golden Raspberries for their song, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. So that's fun, huh? Don't they have a song called Halloween? Probably. They have a lot of uh, very spooky. I don't know if they're spooky, but they're they're kind of. They make reference to a lot of horror themed things, like uh, authors, films. Well, look at their name. I know. It's a scary thing. It is. That was definitely used. Bruce, well. Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer, uh, the the not the original lead singer, but the second lead singer. Then he returned. He's the most prominent lead singer. Mm-hmm. He had cancer on his tongue, and he had to take a, a, a breather. From Iron Maiden, then he returned after the tongue cancer had and what happened? remissed. Hmm. On a lighter note, back to Iron and Wine. I, I'm just reading over their thing because I don't know much about them. Sure. Uh, him. He's now him. him. Yes. His thing. Frequent keyboardist that collaborates with him, Bob Berger. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I love that. All, all right. All right. So we have. Okay. So let's see. Halloween wise, one for one. No, I'm Owen. I'm Owen two. Owen two. Me, me, and you are Owen two. Jared is two and zero. That's and right. Dax I'm, is one and one. I made a promise to the Lord I would I would choose Halloween. The well, Dark Lord. We will see when it comes to Satan, Lord, next week. Jared, would you like to close the old boy out and tell us what's gonna be next week? Give me one. Yes, I would love to. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Next week, we are discussing Rob the Zombies. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Gulp, 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 and sounds. That's all you fucking do, all you. All of you. <laughs> what? Get just, your bodily functions in check or back them the fuck off the mic.